face laughing, okay? I didn't want you to feel alone. Random on Facebook. I didn't find talking to the police because it's not too good. Here I am waiting. And 800 hours later, I forgot to push my Good morning, good morning. So even when Maria is not leading out, she manages to uh, uh, not remember how to uh, <laughs> connect to Podbean. Anyway, it's always fun in our lives with Maria around. Um, and uh, she loves to laugh at herself and it's one of the quali qualities I love most about her. So um, good morning, everybody. Today we are continuing with our book, Find Your Why. And um, I have to confess, last night when we were reading this chapter that we're going to talk to you about this morning, it really lit me up. I, I was excited. I'm excited for you guys to go on to the actual practicalities of finding your why. And this morning, we're gonna give you just a little taster of how you're gonna do that. And you'll be able to start thinking about some of the things uh, we are gonna talk about. And, um, you know, Simon Sinek um, coming up with those golden circles about making sure that we know what is our why, um, we all know what we do, most of us know how we do it, but probably the question that uh, we don't ask ourselves often enough is why are we doing what we are doing? So um, most people, they get up in the morning, they go to work, they deal with everything at work, whether you're a boss dealing with people or whether you're people dealing with your boss. Um, you're there to make money and each year we hope we're going to be making a bit more money than last year and then we go home, we go to bed and we repeat and that is basically what happens every day with maybe a bit of a pause at the weekends uh, but we're still often we're going through the motions of life without really understanding why we're doing what we're doing doesn't mean to say we're not happy, but we're not driven, we're just doing. So isn't it enough that we do just do that? Well, what I'm going to tell you is that once you find your why, once you start to probe why you do what you do, you'll realize that it's not enough to just go through the motions of life, that there's way more to it. You will do it with passion. It will not be just going through life. You will have a sense of purpose. You will move through life with purpose. The golden circle is a tool to fulfilling long-term success. It's a tool which in everything you do, whether it's working or playing, is going to be a guide to you. So every situation is better driven when the why is known. And we all um, experience different situations. And when I mean situations, I mean, are we an entrepreneur? Are we an MLM person? Are we a, um, a boss? Are we 
somebody who is part of an organization? Are we in a team or group at work? And all of those things can have their why, right? But your personal why is within that. So as an entrepreneur, you are, of course, responsible for your business. An entrepreneur driving a business will want to communicate the difference in their business to customers and employees. They will want to they will want people to be repeat buyers to go to them for something they don't get anywhere else. And Apple is a prime example of that. Apple is a company that attracts people that like things that are different. They manage to have a loyalty because of that. They know that they are um, offering to their people something that nobody else does. And when you have that as a why for an entrepreneur, for a company, then people are attracted into it. As an individual in an MLM, what is going to make you want to communicate better, to sell your products better, to attract people to you and help you to grow is knowing your why and also knowing um, the why of the, the company. So as an employee, you, can, you have your why. You know what your why is and what your why is helps you to fit with whatever job you're doing. So if we remember back to the steel guy, he, he knew that he loved steel and he wanted to make the world a better place uh, with steel, but he'd never been able to articulate that. But once he understood his why, it was really easy for him, should he ever leave the company he was in, to find the right fit, to know that he needed to be with another company that was going to care about the environment. So having your why make, allows you to exceed, succeed wherever you are. And what about teams? How do you define a why in a team or a division? Well, when you do that, what you're ending up with is creating a culture. You're creating a way for people to fit into you. You highlight what is unique about your culture and the contribution your team can make to the whole organization. How it can connect with the organization to fit with the organization so that the organization can make a difference in the world. And finally, the entire organization. Why is uh, the why of an entire organization? It may come from the person who originally invented whatever it is that the company is based on, or it may come from elements of the existing culture. Uh, whatever it is, it's it the why is the thing that makes you fit it makes you fit into a culture it makes you personally fit or it makes the culture fit you it, it's i know it's all theoretical and um it will become clear as we go on and how will we proceed well now we get to some of the more exciting bits and marie pierre is going to take us through some of the things that we're going to do to um, proceed with this method 
of finding your why. Yes, thank you, Melanie. I'm so excited this morning to do this part because I think for a lot of us, it's still a mystery how to discover your why. <laughs> and before I start with the, <coughs> the three step, there's a step before that is not in the three step. That is find someone that will help you find your why. So next week, we'll cover a little bit more on how you can choose this person that will be your partner in finding your why. But just for now, remember, you need someone to help you because I read a lot of about the finding uh, our why this morning. And every article that I found, they always say, I started alone to try to find my why. And I end up with that thing. And after that, I did it with someone else. And I ended up with that why. And the one that they found with a partner is their real why because if you do it yourself it's like we we know oh yes i can go that way but it's not really your your uh, real why so step number one is to select and tell your story because each of us has only one why it's not a statement about who we aspire to be it expresses who we are when we are at our natural best so at its core, the why is an origin story. So by looking at our past and teasing out the most significant thread, the experience we've had, the people we've been influenced by, the lies we've touched, and the high and low we face, we can identify the pattern. So there are several approaches you can take to select your story. There is no right or wrong way to do it. So do whatever makes the most sense to you. So the three approaches that you might consider is one remember story around your high and low points in your life number two select stories in which you were at your absolute best and worst or number three find story with defining moment that made who who you are now so keep that in mind so select and tell your story Step number two is to find the patterns, find the themes. So both your partner and you spend some time to reflect and identify the patterns in all those stories. So they say you need at least five stories. You will see this morning, we will try this exercise with Melanie and Maria. We'll go with one, but keep that in mind. You can have at least five stories that it will help you find your why. So after you look at your notes, you can ask the following question to find the patterns. So for the first question, it's about common, commonalities. So what do all these stories have in common? Number two, the impact. So what's the impact that you typically have? Number three is the contribution. So what seems to be your main contribution? Number four, it's key to success. So what needs to be there so you can be at your very best? And number five is the lack of. So what is missing when you are at your worst? So the answer to this question will point you to your how and your why. So you can start with identifying your how, which means the value, the guiding principle that will bring your why to life. So 
often with those questions, it will be easier to find your why. And step number three is to draft uh, your why statement and then refine. So yes, it will take some time, <laughs> but just remember that you look at your pattern, you look at your story that you uh, tell, and after that, you go to give the why statement and notice your emotional reaction and let them guide, guide you to find your why. So you will know that it is the why when you feel a strong emotional response. So the structure that you want for your why statement, it's just one sentence. I don't want a paragraph. I want one sentence. <laughs> this is the, oh no, I have too much word. <laughs> so you want one sentence. It starts with two, da 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 da, so that, da 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 da. So the first da 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 is your contribution. And the second one is your impact. So for example, I can give you for Simon Sinek, it's to inspire people to do what inspired them so that together we can change our world for the better. So it can help you. So make sure that when you write it, it's simple and clear. It's actionable. It's focused on the effect you will have on others and expressed in an affirmative language that will resonate with you. So now that we understand the three steps, Let's try with Maria and Melanie to go and find their why. So step number one, I will ask you your highest moment of your life. So a story, one story that you were at your absolute best. So Melanie, if you want to start. <laughs> Can I, I laugh at her that we can hear her? Oh, because it's always me that you can't hear, right? So, <laughs> ha, 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 ha. Okay, thank you. Uh, and I'm, I said, oh, no, that she's starting with me. Because as she was talking, and I was thinking about stories that happened through my life, I'm already thinking maybe my why is not what I think it is, but it's going to be deviating to be something else. So um, anyway, uh, a highest, one of the highest points in my life. Okay, so I would say that one of the highest points in my life was when I was awarded the Queen's Guide um, when I was 16, uh, which was the highest achievement you could get in the Girl Guides in the UK. And very, very few people um, were able to, to achieve this. And it involved a lot of different things. It involved um, being able to have general knowledge, but it also uh, involved having practical experience, having leadership experience. Um, and, you know, when I finally achieved it, it was, oh, it was exhilarating. Um, and it was something that, um, you know, I got my picture in the newspaper and it, it sort of really, um, I guess, embodied everything that I'd been working with, working for, for, for several years. Uh, and the guides were a huge influence in my life. 
um, because you know when my parents separated um, it was the guide leader that took me under her wing and she um, made sure that I was always secure and so being able to be part of that and being able to achieve in that that was amazing <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Melanie. I will let you have a little time. I will go with Maria, and after that, I will come with some questions. Okay. <laughs> Maria? Ah. Two mornings in a row. She <laughs> unplugged. Oh. oh my God. Oh my God. Okay. Hang on. Okay. This is me. Okay, if anybody is the first time you're meeting me, hang on, I should be putting these on, right? First, if anybody, if anybody's meeting me for the first time, this is me. I'm a little bit goofy. And yes, I learned to laugh uh, about myself because otherwise I'd be depressed all the time, okay? So this morning was a perfect example. I put my alarm clock for 5 p.m. So Lord and behold, my eyes open at 7 a.m. and I'm freaking out. But the thing with me is I never get mad with myself. I just have fun with it. So now it was the, the race. Was I going to make it on time for the mastermind? Okay. Now I like to over deliver. So I told everybody I wasn't going to be here, but of course me, I'm very competitive against myself and it's going to come to what I want to tell you in a few seconds. I'm very competitive against myself. So there I go. I jump in the shower. Don't forget. I have another element in my life, which slows me down, which is called three dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't laugh, Marie-Pierre, because that too needs to be taken in consideration. Okay, so jump in the shower, and here's my goal, my very ambitious goal, to be at 7.45 in front of the screen. And here we go. Da, 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 da. The dog's peed, and I'm yelling, get in the car! You know, like, I'm very passionate about everything. We get here, there's construction going on, there's cones. I go through the cones where you're not supposed to go through. And then there was one cone that didn't allow me to park. I get out of the car, move out the cone, and I park, run inside, run upstairs, yelling at the dogs. The dogs are all scared. They're all under my desk saying, I hope we'll be okay. And I click my computer in 7.45. I'm very, very, very competitive with myself. Like everything I do is a competition, number one, I realize, because as you're talking, I'm thinking, Marie-Pia, right? And number two, contrary to Melanie and a lot of my friends, it, it, I have this bad side of myself, which it's never enough. And I was asked that question, Marie-Pia, by Luciano Garcia about 10 years ago, and he's going around the table with business leaders, and he wants us to state the highest points in our life, well, with regards to my multi-level marketing. And we were already number one in North America. I don't know back then if it was in the world, it didn't have worldly recognition. And I was, I was thinking, 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 thinking. And when he came to me, and without having talked talk to my husband, because we're thinking, you know, we have to answer on our own. My husband and I both answered the same thing. Our best is yet to come. Our best highlights. Like, I am not explain it to you. I work for one, you're not going to like the word, but I like the word because it's not sexual, okay? I work for one orgasm after another. Anybody understand what I'm trying to say? Like, my, my day is orgasmic. Like, it's, it's so, ah, I don't know how to explain it to you. So just this morning, be able to click at 7.45, I was like, 
<sighs> Anybody get me here besides myself or am I just in my own head? Okay, so you're, you asked me the question, Marie-Pierre, which amazing highlights in the past? I believe none of them because I'm always striving for the biggest highlight of tomorrow. So my answer is always very weird with regards to everybody else. I've it's several times I live it and I'm unable to look at one particular event. Now, if I'm sitting down with Marie-Pierre and Melanie, I know they're going to say, yeah, but what about this, Maria? Yeah, what about this? And they're right. But I, I'm every day, I'm still working for my, my biggest aha moment. I don't know how to explain it to you, what exactly I, I'm working for, but it's, it's to come. It's to come. So I don't know if it answers or not, but I'm, I'm, kind, I'm kind of weird like that, you know? Okay, go on. Okay, I will ask you another question. <laughs> so when they talk about the why, they say our why is already defined in our late teens. So in your, uh, your I don't know how to say, it. when you were a teenager, <laughs> when can you say that you were at your best? that you were the best version of yourself. Okay, now thank you this morning, you helped me with that one. I'm the best version of myself when I need to always be the example to follow. Like this morning, me running for 7.45 is because, you know, I started this podcast with Marie-Pierre, Jean-Philippe, Sabrina, now Melanie, and I need to set an example that, okay, we woke up late, I'm not sick, I'm not, I don't have a meeting. I don't have an unexpected, you know, there's, I need to show an example that if you really want, you can still make it. Like it's all about being an example. So when I was a young mom and my children, my, my Yasmin was, was just born. Well, Nadia was 15 months and Hamid was three years old, three and a half years old. I wanted to be an example, Marie-Pierre. Excuse me, all young moms out there. Don't give me this crap about why well, I just gave birth. And, and, okay? I think people use a lot of situations in their life as an excuse. So throughout my life, I, well, I'm getting married, you know, in the Italian commuting, when she's getting married for two years, she doesn't do anything. Okay, I got married too, the big mega $100,000 wedding. Uh, I planned it in 21 days. I wanted to tell everybody, Shut up with your stupid excuses. And I'm a little bit like that. I'm driven to tell everyone, stop giving yourselves excuses. Does that make sense? Give an example. There you go. Yes. <laughs> I think you can go already to step three for you. Okay. Now, <laughs> for Melanie, we go to step number two to find the patterns. So if I ask you about your story, so maybe you felt the same feeling before, but what is this particular story that makes it special? Um, you know, I think it's it's actually one of many stories and a pattern in my teenage years um, that I just wanted to lead people. And so, um, you know, in my uh, in my girl guides, I had that opportunity, and you know, often it you put in a position where you had a leader by a title right so you but you would be selected by the patrol or whatever to be a leader um you would take them away on cat i mean i was always doing that sort of thing and it wasn't just in girl guides because at the time i was in a private school i was actually a um 
a um, not an outstanding student at all compared to everybody else because it was a selective high school so you could only get in if you were bright and I had a a free pass if you know what I mean like there were only two free passes in the year and I got one of them so um, I was in this school and not of the same um, financial ease as a lot of the kids who were in the school but uh, as well as in guides, I was also a leader at school. Like I was often the form captain. I was often the person that would go and speak to the teachers if there was a problem. Um, I, I was very uh, willing to put myself forward as a leader. And um, in the final year of my high school, uh, I was elected by the school to be the house captain. So it wasn't, I was a prefect as well, but it wasn't, um, you know, something given to me by the teachers, but given to me by the students. So I, I think, you know, what I'm, what I'm seeing about my past is that I was always wanting to lead people, always, whenever I was in an environment where I could. And, and a lot of what Maria said is right, you know, lead people by example. Like uh, if I, I'm not a person to, to tell people what to do, I'm a person to show people what to do because I lead by example. So I'm, I'm sensing a bit of a theme now. And that, that's what I mean when we were talking this morning. I'm not sure where this is going. <laughs> and when you were a leader in all those kind of example, what, what's the impact that you typically had around you? Um, I, I guess to get things done. To, to be in action, to, uh, to problem solve, to, uh, to, mm -hmm. to work together. Uh, I think that is probably, <laughs> I'm loving this. This is really, uh, <laughs> really making things a lot clearer for me. Oh, I love it. And I'm so excited to be the, that facilitator this morning. I love to ask questions to go and find. <laughs> okay. So now I will, let you think a little bit, Melanie, of your why statement, and we go with Maria. What do you think is your why statement now? Uh, before I go there, because I'm listening to Melanie, I was quite the contrary. I would be, I would never lead a group. Let's say we play dodgeball. Mm -hmm. I would never be the dodgeball captain. We played, but everybody wanted me on their team because when you had me on your team, you were sure to win. I pushed people to, to win. Like I was the yeller in the background, but never the captain, never the leader. So I, I like, you guys are talking, I'm finding this very interesting. And yeah, go ahead, Marie-Pierre. Okay, before you say your statement, I think I have yours. <laughs> I think for you is to be an example in every area of your life so that people can do more and achieve more for their community you know I, yeah because i'm listening to this there was no i was not a i wasn't a leader i wasn't uh even 
and up until March 2020, I, I ran doing parties to set an example. And I showed them we could do five, six, eight parties a week. I, I've always, it's the first time that I'm actually leading in the sense where uh, I, you know, they do it and I coach and mentor. It's the first, 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 first time. And absolutely the way I cook, the way I receive my family, the way I travel, the way it's, it's, it's all about stop the excuses. We can do it. Oh, you're right. Okay. Okay. What was the question again? What is your why statement? <laughs> but if you agree with me, it's okay. <laughs> and we go with Melanie with the, your why statement. Do you want to know what I, I think for you or you yeah. want to say yours? No, you, can, you can tell me and then I'll... okay <laughs> so for you i think it's to be a leader uh, a great leader so that uh, everyone is in action too yes yes i like that um and and probably what i would have said is to be um to be a leader in action or mm. you know like to be a leader in action to uh, help people be a better version of themselves or something like that. Yeah. So I, I think uh, I think we're getting close. It, it's funny because last night when we were talking about these guys, leader hadn't really popped into my head. But the more I thought about the things that are highlights in my life, it, it's, it's more about those things. Even at university, you know, I was the uh, university... Uh, hall of resident president and you know all that that entailed i just um i just i guess i i thrive and love to be able to lead but what i do know is i'm learning more about being a leader and that is probably uh, what uh, keeps me going oh, i love it thank you melanie thank you maria for all your example i hope it helped everyone this morning with the three step and with the example that we did with Maria and Melanie, that now you can go and do those three steps. But remember, do it with someone. Don't. Yes, you can try to do it by yourself, but look at how it's so much easier when someone is there to just ask you a question and ask you another question to make sure that we go to find your why. <laughs> oh, this was fun. Okay, so Marie-Pierre, just before we close up, so for me, it is to set an example so that others can surpass themselves to achieve always their next greatest moment. I love it. Okay, bye-bye, everyone. I am, I'm loving this. Bye-bye, <laughs> everyone. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs>